another exciting episode of seeing reddit where once a week we pick a random subreddit and talk about that subject for about an hour i'm matt heron i'm jeff kowalski i'm louisa heron i feel like uh a little bit of a liar that we say a random subreddit still even though we pick three and then choose one does that still count as random enough do you it's think semi-random yeah yeah, yeah. i mean okay. we're not choosing what they're gonna be for us well, yeah. we kind of do. <laughs> we do sometimes. Like, okay, well, yeah, if it's terrible, I give myself a mulligan. That's oh, true. Oh, for sure. Sometimes I, I get ones that are just incomprehensible. It's not even if I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to talk about this. It's just like, the yeah. the levels of abstraction on this board are yeah. impenetrable. I got you one know? that was about memes about jokes for a computing language, and I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm not interested in this at all. Yeah. <laughs> in any way. Yeah. Uh, Matt sent me one of his rerolls, and it, on the face of it, it seemed, like, very racist. And then I read the board for a little bit and was like, oh, this is jokes that historians are making about racists at their expense. And it took a solid five to ten minutes of reading for me to figure out that the board was not pro-racism. Yeah, here's a tip. If, you, if you're one of those people out there who's a board mod and you desperately want your board to be covered on seeing Reddit, first of all, that's weird. Second of all, uh, if you have any kind of Nazi imagery in your, <laughs> your top banner, yeah. even if it's in, like making fun of Nazism, we absolutely won't talk about it. Yeah, we're not going. Yeah. We're not going to cover a board uh, unless. I mean, like maybe if it's a swastika in like a, a circle with a cross through it, to be like, no, that's bad. No, I still won't. <laughs> Here's the thing: yeah. even if the board is a hundred percent about how stupid and bad Nazis are. The the people who feel like enough feelings about Nazis to want to frequent such a board <laughs> are probably not good people to talk to, but yeah. to listen to their opinions on things. Yeah, you get into that weird realm of people who are like super interested in World War Two, and they'll say over and over that they're completely against the Nazis, but they're also extremely fascinated by the Nazis, and that's no good either. It's like that guy from Father Ted who collects yes. Nazi memorabilia, and they go into his room, and it's all just Nazi stuff, and they're like, uh... Yeah, yeah. do you have any allied stuff? No, no, I wouldn't be interested in that. Yeah. Oh, this God. this board was making fun of specifically that brand of Nazi because uh, the Nazis were actually very bad at war and all of their stuff sucked and they were dorks. It is very weird how the military of such a small country somehow managed to do okay for two big wars very yeah. close together, but yeah. it's because all of the countries around them are like the poorest people who can barely afford to eat potatoes. Well, that's not true. They're also, like, Switzerland, who's just busy making clocks and cheeses. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> but every time Germany was like, okay, let's start with, like, Czechoslovakia. They they can't do anything to yeah. fight back, so let's go there. Yeah. Let's annex the Rhineland and see what happens after. Yeah. 
I don't know what that phrase means, but I know it's the first thing that happened in World War II. <laughs> See, whenever I hear that, because the Rhine is the river that runs through Germany and a, a lot of Eastern Europe, and I imagine Germans on, like, those raft boats like you see in uh, Mark Twain novels, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> like, riding up the Rhine and then just, like, taking over every country they go to. Yep, just Huck Finn and Tom Sawyer going down the ride, being like, look, this village is ours now! If I'm the first person to compare Huckleberry Finn to a Nazi, I will eat my hat. Hey, remember when we were going to talk about politics, and especially not Nazis? This is not not politics, Louisa, this is literature. (laughs) This is literature and history. The Nazis are a metaphor for American expansion. Well, the other thing that is exactly like what Matt was talking about was I was listening to a Star Wars audiobook and there was a guy 30 years after the Empire was destroyed who collected like Stormtrooper helmets as a hobby. And yeah. all of the people that he bought Stormtrooper helmets from were like actual like actual space Nazis. And he was like, no, I'm just interested in it. Which yeah. like, no, you aren't at that point. You just have to find a new hobby at that point. Yeah, the thing is, even if you are legitimately very interested in Nazis, like, historically, and you don't agree with their things at all, you still aren't allowed to. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, it's like, oh, you're interested in just the aesthetics of, like, uh, very disturbed pornography? That's fine. You're still not allowed to do it. Like, you still aren't allowed to look at those pictures. I'm sorry. I know that's the thing you're interested in, and your interest may be innocent, but it doesn't matter. You're just not allowed. Yeah, Yeah, I sometimes wonder about myself, because I like to read a little bit about serial killers on Wikipedia. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, but like you I'm... also take notes. That's the weird part. <laughs> I really, really thought that you were going to talk about your pornography habits. <laughs> <laughs> Not on this podcast. Not yeah, on this. No that way. is my promise to, to Matt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I, I read about I'm also serial into killers, murders. and I'm like, why am I so fascinated? And is it bad? Is it saying something bad about me? And I don't and know. And then you're like, why am I so horny? And then you go and look at some pornography. <laughs> oh no, I'm already holding a knife. <laughs> What's happening now? (laughs) I think that's the the serial killer thing is interesting because it's primarily women who Mm -hmm. are interested in that. Um, You know, I have a theory about that, yes. Uh, I think it's because there's a lot of times um, that, like, you get a... It's that, um, what's it called? The gift of fear thing. That... Like, you see creepy men out in public, and, like, it's a late night in a train station or something, and there's one guy, and, like, you have a bad feeling, but you're like, I can't be weird, and then people will tell you, like, oh, you can't, like, just trust people, that's rude and wrong, and he's probably not doing anything. But the thing about serial killers, reading about them, is you know the whole time (laughs) that all those women were right about this guy. (laughs) I guess it's, like, the same thing with horror movies, where it's finally something is validating all of your incredibly rational fears that you've always had about the world. In in a weird way, it's kind of like guys who are obsessed with, um... Nazism? uh, (laughs) I'm moving away from that. Uh, I think we're becoming those guys. (laughs) You're obsessed with people who are obsessed with Nazis. For God's sake, let me say my sentence! <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no. Um it's it's like those guys who are obsessed with those like anime or like women in action movies who are uh a- attracted to men who are socially awkward and like 
very um, off-putting in all of those things. <laughs> and it's like, oh, they see that person as romantic. I've been right all along that me being a creepy weirdo to people will eventually make women like me. Does that happen in action movies, too? Yeah, I'm I know the anime one. Yeah, I think so. I mean, the fact that women will be like, oh, like, now I want to sleep with you because you punched that guy who was talking to me. Like, women would never do that. And obviously they wouldn't. They would never want to. Okay, I guess that's what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, that makes more sense. I mean, it's the opposite of male archetype, but yes, that does make sense. Yes, or like the guys who watch an action movie and then convince themselves that they could win any fight. Because they've watched that action movie, and they're like, oh yeah, look, this guy just moves his head out of the way of that punch. That's what I would do. Yeah, you just have to not get punched. It's easy. Yeah. (laughs) Duh. Uh, What'd you do online this week, Louisa? Well, lately I've been, uh, lately today, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've been looking at YouTube stuff about uh, uh, drain clearing, because I had a slow bathtub drain. Yeah. So I got, I was smart and thought ahead. (laughs) And I got some slow drain cleaner, and I put that in the drain, and now it is completely stopped. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you so have I've a snake? YouTube. <clears throat> um, I will have to look around. I am not sure if I do or not. They're only like $12. I got one a few years ago when I moved in with my girlfriend who has so much hair. Uh, and like, <laughs> She's a werewolf. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, uh, Jen is a werewolf. I, I feel like I... Did, I, I've definitely talked about that on this show. Before. I'm sure you have. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it usually gets caught weirdly. Um, yeah, no, I got a, I got a drain snake, and like it's made it so that I no longer, you know, that feeling you used to get when your sink would get stopped up, and you're like, oh shit, oh shit, this is my whole life now is like, yeah, dealing with this. I, I never worry anymore. I'm just like, oh okay, I've got a thing that fixes this completely and makes it better than it was before. Yeah, so I might need that. Uh, I'll be going to Home Depot tomorrow to get more drain cleaner anyway. But, um, yeah, it sucks. And I've been looking at YouTube stuff about clearing your drains. And every single video has exactly the same advice, which is that you just take the cap off the drain and there's the clog, and then you pull it out in the end. <laughs> Not yeah, a like single in a commercial. one. <laughs> Yeah. Not a single one deals with the fact that, no, the clog isn't there. It's way further down. It's somewhere you can't even find. When <sighs> I realized that, that all sinks have a trap under them, like I felt like I was having a weird revelation that people who design plumbing are way smarter than anyone gives them credit for. <laughs> because you're like, oh, wait, like every clog is in this one part of the pipe. It's designed that the clogs will always form here. That's mm-hmm. very smart. Yeah, that's, that's great for sinks. smart. Yeah, we all love sinks. Sinks are great. Bathtubs, very bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So... I keep- And I I know this clog is further down because now, now that it's fully clogged, when I run the sink, it drains into the bathtub. So this is a nightmare. Yeah, that's not great. What are you going to say? Get a snake. I keep on getting those ads for those, like, plastic rip cords that you can put with all the hooks on them. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you put down your drain and it, like, yanks out the hair, but then you just throw it away and... I yeah. get why, because it's very gross, but, like, <laughs> that just seems very wasteful to me. Eh. I wouldn't <laughs> mind it. I might give that a try. We'll see. I, I also don't really understand, though, because they feel like the end of it is just a blunt end. You'd just be jamming the clog further down your drains, right? Mm, yeah. I think clogs aren't usually that solid, really. 
I guess. I don't know. I like the fact that my snake has like a corkscrew on the end, so once I hit the, the thing, I start cranking it, and it drills into the fog. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, you shouldn't have said that. I guess not. I mean... <laughs> Uh, nice. I don't think anyone actually says cranking it to mean that. <laughs> no, but they, they like don't. to say it as a joke, so yeah. it's hilarious. Fine. Uh. Yes, fine. <laughs> oh, this the is the rest of Thank the show guys. now. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Drain so, snakes. Yeah. Yep. So... so that's what I, I'm going to do. No, I, but so the, the online part that's frustrating is watching a YouTube video for two or three minutes before you realize they're not going to help you, and then finding another one and going through exactly the same thing all over again. I do think it's very cool that YouTube videos have made it so that there's, like, no barrier for entry to most home repair these days, though. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. It's very interesting to me. I feel like when I was a kid, and obviously years ago before I was born, like, if you had something wrong with your house, you, like, most of the time, the answer was you had to call somebody who knew what they were doing. <laughs> um, but now, almost any time something goes wrong, I'm like, I'm pretty, I I'm sure I can fix this. And then I look up a video and I can. And it's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't feel that way? Uh, in general, I do. In this one instance, I'm real pissed off that I've been working so much on this drain and it's not doing anything. It's actually gotten worse. So yeah, yeah. you should just uh, you should sell your house. <laughs> you just shave, shave your head so that you don't ever have like loose hairs fall down the drain anymore. Okay, <laughs> Jeff, That's do you find that you get less clogs because you have no hair, or more clogs because now you have the, all that beard hair and it's more uh, scraggly? I shave my beard into the toilet. <laughs> you do realize that's still a pipe, right? <laughs> like, that is yeah, also yeah. a cloggable device. It's the pipe that you're allowed to put solid things down. <laughs> yeah, I put, I put hairballs in the toilet. What are you talking about, you're Matt? You're both wrong. Put your hairballs in the trash like a human being. No, no they're going to get Matt, stuck to the bottom poop? of the trash can. <laughs> yeah, I know, but there's a difference between hair and poop, I hope, unless you're eating bags of hair again, Jeff. Again? I never stopped! <laughs> what did you do online, Matt? Uh, so this weekend I went to, uh, well not the whole weekend, but I went to a convention that is run in Newark, Delaware, the town that Louisa lives in, that I grew up in, um, and is run by a group of friends of mine and their parents that I knew from high school. So they run a, a convention called Relaxicon, uh, and it's like a very chill thing where everyone just sort of hangs out and there's lots of board games and people play board games and other kinds of games. And there's some uh, live action role playing as well, but I'm not as uh, I didn't do any of that this weekend. What I did do, though, was um Somebody suggested that we get together and do a hotel room up like a Star Trek set uh, and play <laughs> and play Artemis Bridge Simulator. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> and I have never played that game before, but I downloaded it specifically for this. And we like all had our stations around the hotel room. And it is amazing. It's such a good game, you guys. Louisa, do you know about Artemis no, Bridge Simulator? No, I don't. Simulator? Tell me about it. 
So Artemis Bridge Simulator is a computer game. You can get it for like $7 and you play with a group of friends and each of you chooses which position you're going to be in the ship. So you could be like the engineer or the weapons officer or the science officer or whatever. Um, and then each of you sees a screen, but only the screen that relates to the job you're doing. And then your captain uh, tells you what's going on and like where to go. So I played as the engineer for most of the time because I, I liked uh, Jordy LaForge when I watched Star Trek The Next Generation. He was my favorite character. Uh, and so... Um, it, like I would just see the, the the where the power was going from the engines and where the repair crews were, and I didn't know what was going on. But the captain would tell me like, "Okay, I need more power to the forward shields or whatever," and so it would be my job to balance all the power. It's great fun, and it really does feel like that's what the people on Star Trek are doing. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, it's there's a whole genre now that they call uh, Starship Bridge Simulators. I played a different one. They're popular at conventions now because it's got a really high like uh, resource cost. In that, you need to have like six computers and a TV with a computer hooked up to it. Uh, yeah. I own Artemis and have like five extra Steam keys in case I ever get a group of people together to play it, and I've had that for like five years and have never gotten a group of people together to play it. <laughs> I mean, I think we should do it over like Discord or something, because you can play it not in the same room. Mm, I don't- I, I feel like it would be much harder and less cool. It would be much horrible? Is that what you just much, said? Much harder. <laughs> oh. Um... Why? Because we can barely play D&D over Google Hangouts, <laughs> and that is a yeah. game that doesn't require any, like, uh, precise information transmission. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's true. I suppose that's fair. I still think a lot of game chats work very well. I, I guess one of the problems is that we know a lot of people who live in New York City, which, despite being the biggest city in the world, has the worst internet on the face of the earth. <laughs> Now, Matt, it's not the biggest city in the world. It's the greatest city in the world. Hey, what's up, New York? <laughs> you're just really... really trying to kiss up to New York lately. <laughs> yeah, there's 8 you're million really, people there, really and most of the them don't listen to our show. <laughs> <laughs> you're really illustrating the flaws in my plan, though, Jeff, because every sentence you say the middle three or four syllables is cutting out for me. So yeah. I hear, it's not the biggest city in the world, it's the city in the world! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yep. Well, the problem is that I'm browsing these subreddits, uh, mm. trying to pick uh, which one we should talk about. But I should, yeah, I guess, we'll you just should wait not be doing that yet. Until you should be focusing on making <laughs> yeah. funny jokes. The I, mean, I am having. making funny jokes. I'm pretty good and having a conversation. But we all posted the links early, and I want to see what we're going to get up to in no, like 20 we minutes. No, do that. We do that together, Jeff. There's no need to get ahead of it. Yeah, What'd yeah. you do online this week besides cheating at our podcast, Jack? <laughs> well, uh, right before the show, I went on Twitter and all of the various Pokemon news sites I follow were like, there's a new Pokemon. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's not for the next generation of games. It is going to, I guess, be a downloadable Pokemon in Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. And its name is Zeraora. And it is an oh, electric wow. type. And it looks like... Uh, it's sort of like... 
the the furry bait kind that has been very popular lately, like a Lucario or Zorua. I, I put a link in the in the chat. Oh yeah, <laughs> Zoro Arc actually is the, is the more furry bait one. Zoro is just like a little puppy. Yeah, uh, people are gonna love this thing. It's the <laughs> first first electric type <laughs> mythical Pokemon, and it will be featured in the twenty first Pokemon movie, Pocket Monsters: The Movie, Everyone's Story, a direct <laughs> follow up to last year's po- uh, Pokemon: The Movie, I Choose You, which I saw in theaters, and it was bad. <laughs> Oh, no, I don't like that this thing is wearing fur pants, and that's its only clothes. It's my favorite thing, actually, that when they designed Pokemon (laughs) to have clothes made out of fur. Uh, The Uh. thing that bothered me was I thought it had a sort of lightning bolt-shaped tail. That's fine. But it's not a tail. It's like a rat tail coming off of its head. Yeah. I'm going to catch one and name it Anakin. This is like, yeah, this is designed for some real top shelf perverts. <laughs> yeah. This this looks so extremely like something from Monster Rancher or Digimon in a way that not yes. a lot of Pokemon do. Uh, and it's always weird. We rarely, it's not frequently that we get to see a new Pokemon, uh, especially when we don't have any information about the next games. It's like every couple <laughs> of years, here's a bunch of new Pokemon. This is just like, here's a game that came out and it was a remake of another game but we're gonna add a new one to it as dlc Uh, i don't like how pokemon have to be so cool now all my favorite ones look like potatoes with eyes (laughs) i need more pokemon (laughs) like that yeah the thing that the thing that really ruined most pokemon clones when pokemon first came out is the fact that they're like oh yeah we'll do this but extreme Mm -hmm. like do you remember jade cocoon where it was all bugs (laughs) it was just pokemon (laughs) but it was all like lightning shaped bugs I, I don't think I've ever heard of that. <laughs> well, it was a it was a Pokemon ripoff. I mean, th- I, the famous ones are like Digimon, which somehow is still kind of a thing. But even that, I feel like, was trying to be a more edgy Pokemon. And now Pokemon is the edgy Pokemon, and that's one of the reasons I hate it now. I'm mm. mad that I got Pokemon Sun and Moon. I like that very much. And then the very next year, they brought out Sun and Moon Ultra, which has way more stuff and is the thing that they, they're they pretending Sun and Moon doesn't exist now, basically. And I'm not buying another game. Fuck that. Yep. Yeah, it's got it does like all the third versions where they do a slightly different story during the game and it has some extra stuff. But uh, I think unless you want to replay the that ba- like basically the same adventure, that's not worth it. I'm like not even halfway through it, and it's it's a game to play when I'm listening to podcasts. Yeah, I never even made it through it the first time. I'm certainly not interested in buying it again. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, well, Pokemon is very stupid. No, it's very good. <laughs> I enjoy it a lot. It's fun. It's very weird that I can't play any other JRPGs, but give me a Pokemon game and I will blink and 50 hours will have passed <laughs> and I'll have played the entire Pokemon game. Yeah, it's especially weird because I feel like Pokemon is the worst kind of JRPG <laughs> where there's <laughs> no character development or story or anything other than like impenetrably complicated mechanics. Yeah, yeah, that's the only thing I like in a video game is <laughs> impenetrably, impenetrably complicated mechanics. Like, I like some story, but what I hate, and which is why I didn't particularly care for the Alola games, uh, 
is too many goddamn dialogue boxes. I just want to go explore <laughs> the world. Don't give me so much dialogue. Yeah. I feel like the Pokemon's really fall into that trap that movie sequels do, where the first one was a story about a boy who wants to become Pokemon Master, and then he does. And everyone since has to be like, so, some, there's something evil around. Is it this bad team? No, this team is being controlled by extra-dimensional creatures, and you're gonna have to go into a time-space rift to go fight things in outer space. It's really annoying. Yeah, they started that with uh, Ruby and Sapphire, like the third games in the series, and now yeah. all of the games since then. It's like, uh, instead of, oh man, there's a genetic experiment we did and it's hiding in a cave as an extra secret <laughs> yeah. after you become very good. Or like, oh, I heard about this bird that was like a cool legendary thing from a long time ago. And like, after you beat the game, you can go meet it, I guess. Now it's like half halfway through the game. Uh, you have to fight God, because otherwise he's going to kill all your friends with fire. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember in the first game, it was like, everyone that you talked to, they did a good job of building up the idea that being a Pokemon master was such a rare, wonderful mm -hmm. thing. And it's like, you know, oh man, I heard that there's a Pokemon master somewhere in the country, and he's like traveling around, and everywhere he goes, he gets mobbed by fans or whatever, and you're like, oh shit, I want to be that thing. Mm -hmm. But now yeah. it's like, you get to be a Pokemon master, and they're like, okay, yeah, you gotta be a Pokemon master, but the whole world is on fire, and <laughs> there's way more, like, everyone is still stronger than you. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, my world's on fire, how about yours? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway. That wasn't worth it, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it really wasn't. It really derailed the whole thing. It was worth it, because all I could think was, oh my god, we can't sing that song on this podcast again. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, we oh, might we as can. well be walking on the sun, am I Boo! right, you guys? Boo! That song is genuinely good, though. <laughs> that's the difference. Yeah. I think that the other one is fine, it's just that it got associated with Shrek. That really ruined it. Yeah. Uh, Shrek and Rat Race and Mystery Men. And Man. Mystery Men, yeah. Yes. Although I, I, I will argue Mystery Men is not as bad a movie as I originally thought it was when I first saw it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for something based on a comic book called The Flaming Carrot, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's certainly better than I think most people think it is. Mm. Mm. Is it not fondly remembered? I, I don't I think thought so. It was one that was I don't like think it's remembered classic. at all. Yeah, I think a lot of people just, like, skipped it because they assumed it was another bad uh, superhero movie at a time when there were no good superhero movies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, you know what movie is actually very bad and people are starting to come around on it and remember it fondly? Shrek. It's bad. It's a bad movie. <laughs> yeah. The problem it's... is those kids who were too dumb to know it was bad are now grown-ups. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, that's gonna happen with Minions, you guys, so I get know. ready for that. I already oh, said that, I already Jesus. predicted that. Yeah, there's already adults who think Despicable Me and the Minions uh, characters are good. Yeah. I think that um, the problem is always when societally I start seeing people liking something ironically, I'm always like, guys, mm -hmm. you know where this leads. Yeah. This is a slippery slope to you genuinely liking this thing. I'm looking at you, the B-movie. <laughs> yes! People need to stop making fun of that and drawing attention to it, because people yes. are going to be like, this is better than people it said. Just, oh. It could just slip off of our society's brain table forever and just be gone. <laughs> we could yep. just let it go, everyone. They invented an Oscar to give to Shrek. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
That's, that's not good. Like, I rewatched it maybe two years ago, thinking this will be fun to remember and see how dated all of the Matrix references are. And <laughs> yeah, the, the, there are multiple <laughs> Matrix references. It's bonkers. The jokes are all like really corny and dated and derivative. And also, the movie's incredibly bad to look at and to listen to. And the pacing is miserable. It's just <laughs> like a like it's an unpleasant film in so many ways. Yeah, yeah there was a time when. A certain genre of film kind of reveled in its unpleasantness. I guess Mike Myers movies is the genre I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I guess. That. But like all his other movies that were not animated, where he's actually a real person in them, kind of like they're they're not trying for anything more serious. It's just like I'm going to dress as a British spy and fart, and that's the whole movie, and you know that's what I'm doing, and I'm going to look into the camera and wink a lot. And Shrek has uh, the full song Hallelujah, uh, <laughs> while a montage of all the characters being sad at the end of the second act play like plays underneath of it. It's can, crazy. Can we talk yeah. for a little bit about how that song is still being used in movies as if we don't know as if we don't know that you you sullied it by putting it in shrek it was already old and like bad it's a bad play it yeah it's a bad song also you guys it's not a good song wake up america it's a bad song yeah it's crazy that people are like oh this is this is such a good like solemn and reverential song it's stupid and yeah. bad and boring, and when you put it in your thing, it's like, oh, okay, I see what you're trying to do. <laughs> like, you're, you yeah, can you telegraph rhymed, it more. You rhyme the word hallelujah with do ya. Your song is bad. Yes, that's true. You did a bad and job writing it. If sh- if the motion picture Shrek was trying to make a joke about sad scenes in movies using that song, they could have done that, and that would have been fun. But no, the movie <laughs> wanted you to feel sad that the characters were having a bad time, and so it <laughs> yeah. played Hallelujah over footage of them being sad. That's one of the reasons why <laughs> Shrek is not a good movie in general, is because it constantly tries to have its cake and eat it too, where it's like, oh, well... This thing is so, like, we're poking fun at this movie trope, but also you do feel the thing a little bit, don't you? But (laughs) it's so stupid, isn't it? Like, no, Shrek, you can't do that. (laughs) You can't make me think that the thing is stupid and also genuinely feel it at the same time. Bad movies like this that are just sort of, like, bland, inoffensive garbage, uh, like, they kind of get away with it until I watch a very well-structured movie, and then I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh. Oh, like Shrek 2. Yeah, like Shrek 2, of course. Uh, Well, I'll I'll watch a movie that I really like, or that is, like, very tightly plotted, and then I'll think about all other movies and be like, man, those movies are worse than I remember. (laughs) Yeah. Like this, I watched the sequel to Pacific Rim, and I like Pacific Rim quite a bit. And I was like, "Ah, oh, sequel, that'll be pretty good." And it's like, like it's kind of bad, and it made me <laughs> go like, "Oh, th- we didn't. We both, me and the screenwriters of Pacific Rim Two, watched Pacific Rim and saw different things." Yeah, yeah. It was anybody involved in the writing or? I know the director wasn't, right? Guillermo yeah, it was a different involved? director, different writers. Yeah. 
Whenever I have a conversation like this, it reminds me of a time on My Brother, My Brother and Me when they got a question about a guy who said that he didn't really like mo- like movies like Pacific Rim or whatever it was, and he preferred good uh, movies like Transformers, <laughs> and it made me realize that most people like a movie that is easy to watch over a movie that is good to watch, yes. and that is yeah. very upsetting. Yeah. When I was going to see another movie, and uh, there were people who are like old people, the kind of people who show up at the movie theater and are like, let's see what's showing now. Oh, no. We'll just see whatever. (laughs) Uh, And they were like, they asked the, the. Teller, uh, the counter person at the movie theater, like, hey, Wait, was what? it Teller from Penn and Teller? Yeah, it was. So they kept he asking him, and he didn't say anything. <laughs> uh, no, they asked, like, what's Pacific Rim? And the uh, the cashier responded, it's like Transformers. And I wanted to be like, oh, no, it's not. But, like, yeah, I mean, it kind of is. If you don't, like, if you don't care about seeing, like, yeah, if, you, if you're just way- gonna go see a movie and you don't care, yeah, it's mostly Transformers. In yep. every way that's not important, it's exactly like Transformers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's this- just it's like it's basically if Transformers would was made by someone who had no irony in their heart and a deep care for the way images looked in movies. <laughs> this is a lot like uh, my thing that a lot of people dumb people. I probably shouldn't say that, but I feel it. <laughs> a lot of people... Uh, that should be the name of this show. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say! But that was a reference to a joke from before the podcast started, so I didn't want to. Which is also a name that we could have for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yep, very good. Uh, a lot of dumb people do not make any distinction between Pixar movies and any other type of computer uh, animated movie. Yes. And they will call things, oh, you know, Shrek, that Pixar movie. Uh. Oh, it's like when kids, when I was a kid and kids were like, are you going to see the new Disney movie Anastasia? And I was yeah. like, you should go fuck yourself to death. I hate you. And they're like, oh, my mom says I'm not allowed to play with you anymore. <laughs> yes, that's true. Two, all right. In fairness, Don Bluth made a bunch of Disney movies in the 80s and then made Anastasia. Yes, but also in fairness, Anastasia is a terrible movie. Yeah, yes, and also, also in fairness, true. all the Don Bluth movies are awful, the ones he did for Disney, too. Yes, that is also true. Didn't he do, like, Rescuers? That movie's pretty good. <sighs> Rescuers it? Down Under? I saw that, and it was There's two good. of them. I saw, Rescuers, I saw and Rescuers. then the sequel, Rescuers Down Under. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I don't know if he did the original, though. I've did seen he? both of these. Here's the thing. Can you guys tell me anything that happens in either of those movies other than John Candy playing a seagull? Yes, there is one frame of the original Rescuers uh, where one of the animators stuck a a photograph of (laughs) a naked lady in one of the windows. Oh, no. And in the sequel, a little boy rides a giant golden eagle, implying that there are birds like that in Australia. Yep. (laughs) I I have not seen these movies since I was a child. I just assume that they are good. I guess that's my point, is that A, they're probably not good, and B... Even if they were good, they're not as good as Disney movies, which I guarantee all of us could recount the entire plot of all of them. Yeah. yeah. Well, Rescuers uh, is Disney. Yeah, Rescuers is well, a Disney okay, movie. okay, when I say Disney movies, I mean they're like right. tentpole animated, like, films. The 70s and 80s was, like, almost all garbage, and then yeah. the, the new golden I'm age started I'm old enough to remember when The Little, Little Mermaid. Mermaid came out, and yes. people are like, wow, this is actually a good Disney movie. Like, when they used to make good Disney movies, like Cinderella. And it was, like, yeah. a big thing. Then that, that kind of happened again, where, like, late 90s up until 
Tangled. Disney movies mm-hmm. sucked again. Yep. Yeah, I I watched. I actually watched Frozen last night because Jen had never seen it, and she's like, "I want to watch a kids' movie." Oh, so wow. we put on Frozen. Uh, it's fine. I mean, it's a fine movie, um, but it's not very good. It's and not good. It's fine. It's just mm-hmm. not good i don't think i mean i think i find it very entertaining but the thing that saves it for me is the let it go sequence is maybe the most gorgeous animation i've ever seen in anything ever but that's not that's not good i don't think that's true (laughs) (laughs) it's really gorgeous though parts of it are yeah but here's the thing parts of it are reboot level computer animated garbage though (laughs) To well, see in that, the rest of the to... movie, not in not in the Let It Go sequence. Yes, there is when yeah. she puts her foot down and makes a giant ice palace out of ice. That it's yeah, like... that's awesome. Yeah, no, it's a bit screensavery. It is. It's very <laughs> screensavery. Anyway, but also to go through that sequence, you have to listen to that song, and that song is not good. Yeah, that's and I that don't think Idina Menzel has a good voice. She sounds kind of like a goat. Well, sure, she doesn't. She's a well, very she can't bad sing actor. Live. That's the problem (laughs) for the movie, for sure. Um, But also, like, it's so very modern Broadway-y in a way that Disney movies usually aren't. And so you hear it and you're like, oh no, oh no, you're you're just doing Wicked again, Idina Menzel. Stop (laughs) it. I, uh... I enjoy Let It Go and think most of the other songs are catchy but have terrible lyrics. Um, But it kind of beats Tangled for me, where I can't remember a single one of the songs from Tangled, which has music by Alan Menken, who's like, he wrote all the hits. Mm -hmm. And that movie is otherwise fantastic. Yeah, I should watch Tangled again, but let me get get to the point I was trying to make, please. Sorry, go ahead, (laughs) we always do this. The point I was trying to make is, we watched it, and it's fine, but it's not a good movie, and we were trying to figure out why, because, like, I like the fact that a lot of things happen where it inverts tropes, and, like, you know, the love story doesn't turn out to be what you think it is, no spoilers or anything, but... It, it does a lot of things that I think is showing Disney's like, oh, we're sorry that we did such a bad job of making people have realistic expectations of romance forever. <laughs> um, but there's no edge to the movie. And I was thinking about the scene, the worst scene in Frozen. There's no way anyone's going to argue with this when they go to visit the trolls. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. All the troll stuff is complete yes. garbage. Yeah. And, I thought I thought and, you were going to slag and, on and, Olaf. And 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 <laughs> my point is if they'd made this movie in like the early days of Disney, those trolls would have been fucking terrifying and that would have <laughs> yeah. been great. If those trolls yeah. had been like when they go in, it would have been like in a dark cave and you'd see all like glowing eyes and you thought they were going to get eaten for sure. That is the kind of thing that gives kids nightmares. And if a Disney movie doesn't give a kid a nightmare, then it's not doing its job. I yeah. watched, uh, like, I also, we also said no spoilers. Mm. Uh, there's a huge part of the plot in the movie Frozen that makes absolutely no sense. And if you've seen the movie, you know what it is. Um, and Wait, I watched. I don't think I know what it I, is. I don't I think I do either. <laughs> okay. There, there is a character who um god there's no way to talk about this without spoilers so like skip a couple minutes ahead guys if you haven't seen 2013's frozen (laughs) and you're really worried about the twists and turns of this movie yes that's true (laughs) so uh the fact that hans turns out to be evil is pure nonsense what no i think they do a good job of setting that up actually i don't think they do because he like 
Well, I initially gave it a pass, and then I watched the uh, a, like fan theory video, and he picks it apart, and then explains it using material that is not text in the film at all. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's a huge plot hole, actually, and you didn't I don't, fill it. I don't know what- I still don't see how it's a plot hole. I think that he does it- it- they do a good job of making it so that the stuff you see is the stuff they would normally show for a Disney prince to make you think he's good. But, like, when he turns out to be evil and explains his whole plan, you're like, oh, I can see how everything you did was in service of that evil plan. But, like, he doesn't do the things that he would do if he actually wanted to take over until he does the, like, hmm but I'm actually evil. In like, what he way? is... He... <sighs> So he does have to be appealing to Anna before that, doesn't he, though? Yeah, yeah, and I disagree with you strongly, because, like, when he's placed in charge, he starts trying to win over the love of the people so that when the true rulers come back, he can overthrow them without having a coup on his hands. Like, he does do the things that he needs to do in order to take over this city, knowing that he doesn't currently have a legitimate claim to the throne. Yeah, but then, like, he reveals that he's evil before he has, like, any way that he can win. I guess, but she's, he says, <laughs> like, she says, I'm dying right now, and he's like, okay, then I don't have to pretend to like you anymore, and then he locks her in a room to die, and then tells everyone she's dead, and that they already got married, like, yeah, that's a good plan. You did a pretty good job for being a bad guy in this yeah, movie. Yeah, plus the point of the movie is that the, the uh, sisters have to win. It's like a James Bond movie. Why would the villain say all the things to James Bond about his plans if he hasn't killed him yet? Like, yeah, but that's the point, though. Yeah, and we, the audience, wouldn't know he was evil if he hadn't said it in that one moment, so we <laughs> well, needed to. be fair, kids wouldn't know unless he spelled it out. I still think we wouldn't know. Like, like... <laughs> Up until that moment, there's nothing about him that indicates that he's evil. Maybe a little bit like he's sort of trying to manipulate Anna, but you have to read very subtextually to get that. Mm, I guess. But, like, he goes out of his way to save Elsa's life a bunch of times before he decide before he captures yes, her and no, is like, now I'm gonna murder you? No, because she's the rightful ruler of the kingdom and he needs to execute her as a criminal so that the people of the- He literally says this in the movie. <laughs> No, I I don't think that that is a particularly good plan because she leaves and he could like he could just <laughs> convince Anna to stay and claim the throne. You uh, say that's li I mean that's not how real actual people trying to take over countries really did it in those days. Where but then the line he of saves succession her. was very important, and if you didn't have a legitimate claim, you worked really hard to get one. Like yeah, like people paid Shakespeare lots of money to write plays, making it seem like they were legitimately the heirs to the British crown because they wanted people to believe it enough that they wouldn't have to deal with insurrectionists. So yeah, Anna leaves him in charge. And then yes. he, they, she is presumed dead, and he goes out to save both of them, when he could just be like, okay, well, he, she left me in charge, and now she's dead, so I'm king. No, he's not king. He doesn't have a claim to the throne, because he never married Anna. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's why he tries to stop Anna from going, because he wants to marry her first so that he can have a claim. She leaves anyway, and then he's like, well, shit, I can't claim this this 
this throne until I get a legitimate claim to it. Okay, so the Duke of Weaseltown tries to kill uh, Elsa with his guys, and Hans rescues her from that just to bring her back and kill her himself? As a criminal in front of her people, as opposed to, like, having people think that he illegitimately killed her off in the dark and then tried to take over. It was the Duke's men. He would be able to just bring them back and be like, they executed the queen, and then she's dead like he wanted. And then the throne goes to whoever's next in line. Which is Anna. Anna's dead. Everyone thinks Anna's dead. (laughs) Well, fiancé doesn't get you a throne. This is the plot of every Shakespeare play, (laughs) Jack. There is no next in line once Elsa and Anna are dead. You don't know. They probably have cousins. Isn't yeah. it canonical There's, that somebody's Rapunzel always next in line? Her cousin or something? Some dumb <laughs> Rapunzel shit? has a king, a kingdom already. Okay, but that's well, not a my lo- point. Hold on, a lot of cousins do have different kingdoms in the real world of Europe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I was going to say, uh, you say that movie doesn't have anything to horrify children, but I think it got me a tiny bit, and I think as a kid it would have fucking terrified me that uh, uh, Hans is so nice, and then he just snaps and he's so awful. Like, that's a yeah. nightmare you have, that someone is. who is a friend of yours is suddenly like, fuck you, I've always hated you. That yeah. is scary in a different way, I think, and I think that that's also good, but I want there to be, like, I remember watching Lion King a few years ago, and the scene where Scar sinks his, like, two-inch-long claws into the back of Mufasa's hands and drops him into that pit of wildebeests. Like, just the visceral horror of that is so... It, it Like, I forgot how much it still was a part of my fear tapestry in my brain. Yeah. yeah. And that was still, like, even though he was set up like, oh, he's the evil-looking lion who's the king's brother, it's still really <laughs> shocking when that happens. Yeah. Yeah, and literally Jeremy Irons, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we have to get into these subreddits, though. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we were just talking about Disney movies for a bunch. <laughs> Which is good. I mean, I like, I think we had a good discussion, but yeah. uh, we do need to get into these subreddits. So, okay. uh, I got r slash craft beer, which... Is about craft beer. Did we do one very similar to this? We did wine. Microbrewing, maybe? Oh, okay. I don't know. Did we do microbrewing? Something like that. There's a hundred of these things. You guys like craft beer? I don't like beer at all. It's too bitter. I like... If I'm gonna have a beer, it's probably gonna be a craft beer. I mean, craft beer is a meaningless phrase, right? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I'm not gonna order a fucking, like, uh, Miller or Coors or whatever. (laughs) I'm gonna order something that's a little weird. But I also lose... Uh, a huge amount of respect for anyone if they look at a beer list and they know the breweries. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> the only, so you the have only... to walk that tightrope where you're like, I hate the big companies, but also I don't know anything about mobile companies. Yeah, well, it's the same thing with wine. If somebody goes in and they're like, I like Pinot Grigio, I don't really know, whatever, the cheapest one. Like, yeah, I get you. You're, uh-huh. Yes, I understand who you are. But if you go in and you're like, um, okay, well, I like a Pinot Grigio, but I want one from California, and I want one from, like, 2006. Like, why do you know that? Why do you know that that's what you want? That's crazy. <laughs> this one's got a picture with chicken on the bottle, so you yes, serve with chicken. that's how everyone should <laughs> shop for wine. <laughs> yeah, you order, you order wine and beer like a peasant from the Middle Ages chooses a tavern. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, the... 
Okay, there's like one brand of beer that I will order if I see it because they usually have a good seasonal flavor, and it's Line and Kugels sure. because I only like beer that tastes like candy. But isn't uh, isn't Line and Kugels like secretly bottled by the the what Anheuser Busch or something? I mean, yeah, they all are. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah Line and Kugels is a regional one. They might pair with like bottle of uh, uh, like. I don't know. It's they don't have it everywhere though is the thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm having the same by it's owned by Coors. So Yeah, I I looked it up now cuz I wanted to see. Yeah. I'm having the same problem I have with radio ads for a product where I'm not quite sure what words Jeff is saying, so there's no way I can look them up. <laughs> you know what? I confused it <laughs> with Lion one of the words? which is yes, Lion and Kugel. Uh, it's, it's a Lion? German word. It's all one word. It's German. Lion and okay. Kugel. Okay. Okay. I'm, I don't I, have it. <laughs> All right. I confused it with Yingling, which I think is also a subsidiary, but was historically only available in the like Pennsylvania region. Yeah. Um, yeah, Line and Kugels is a regional beer from somewhere else that only made it everywhere somewhat recently. Hmm. Yeah, but but I guess the point is that that is a good one that's made by one yes. of those big bottling places like Blue Moon or even Sam Adams. Like those ones are at least taste good as opposed to like <laughs> Coors Light or whatever which is horrible yeah. I'm really surprised Dogfish uh, had ever made anything of itself because they were played up locally because they're from downstate Delaware and downstate you know, Delaware you have a two hour long state come on yeah but it's entirely a vertical state so there's a big difference <laughs> between upstate and downstate <laughs> Uh, slower Delaware, am I right? High five. So, oh, you know what? It's actually <laughs> funny because instead of being like South Delaware, it's just downstate, like downtown, like it's close by. <laughs> it's true. Yep. But uh, yeah, and uh, they were talked about locally like 20 years ago so much. They were always in the goddamn newspaper. And now they're like legitimately, people have heard of them <laughs> outside of Delaware. That's pretty mm. amazing. Yeah. Mm. Good for you guys, I they're guess. They're not that good, though. I mean, they're fine. <laughs> the beer All beer st- sucks. I like a lot of beer, but I also don't like a lot of beer. I guess I'm complicated like that. Mm, yes, know. that's You're true. Real. Very manic specific pixie dream taste. Girl. Yep. <laughs> I think uh, if I... any of us is the manic pixie dream girl of this podcast, it's probably me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm far more uh, annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I take umbrage at that, sir. <laughs> Uh, I the problem is I would never improve some quiet, sullen person's life with my <laughs> antics. I think I would just be like, "Oh, you're just hanging out at home tonight? Yeah, let's do that." Like, <laughs> I you're agree. the manic pixie dream girl who allows the depressed person to change them instead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, can you please calm me down? Thanks. <laughs> Hold on a second. I'm just changing my Twitter bio to easygoing manic pixie dream girl. <laughs> I think you have enough characters now to actually do that. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I got r slash random acts of gaming, which is like uh, the random act. It's, it is of the subgenre random acts of kindness, ah. uh, where you can exchange uh, things for free. Uh, That's nice. Just like give things away to people. Didn't we come across a board that almost exactly like this already? That was like free Steam keys Reddit or something. Uh, free stuff, I think we got. Oh, maybe, yeah. Um, and I got r slash writing, which I can't tell. I think it's just generally about the, uh, 
job and craft and work of writing. Is that... I feel like r slash writing is probably the one that is most, uh... Like, we all have feelings about it, but I also (laughs) kind of feel like it's going to be very boring because several of us have been professional writers and it's just like talking about a job you did. There's several of us, that's nice. 66%. (laughs) 66 repeating percent. Yeah. Um, But here's the thing, though. Don't we want a boring one because we're already 58 minutes into recording? I think that we've already (laughs) talked a bunch about craft beer, and so we should just do that one. Yeah, I think that that's a good one. I like craft beer. All right. All right. Uh, what's your favorite kind of beer, Louisa? Because you said you hate beer. Yeah, I like. Um, what beer what name do they get? They get with um, sweet tarts. What are they called? Malt beverages or something? That's ones that aren't brow. ones that aren't really beer. You know what are they called? Yeah, flavored yeah, like, malt beverages like okay. Mike's Hard Lemonade and stuff. Yeah, I That's, like. I also like those a lot. One that I picked up and brought to Matt's uh, party back in the fall was Not Your Dad's uh, uh, Cream Soda. Mm. And I thought that was very good. I liked it. I mean, that's not beer. That's not even... You can't... It's a malt beverage. See, this is what I'm saying. If you're going to talk about beer, I don't like a single beer because they taste like moldy bread. Hmm. But you like like blue cheese, though. That tastes like mold. (laughs) It doesn't taste like moldy bread. Something about the bread part is bad. Oh, there's some good molds out there, though. Yeah, they're in cheeses. And beers. There's a few beers that taste like fruit candy that aren't uh, uh, sugared malt beverages, like um, like a... um, what is it called? A lambic. It's uh, and there's a specific <clears throat> brand of lambic that Matt and I used to like to drink in college. That comes in like a twenty ounce champagne bottle. Uh, <laughs> it's really uh, gross. Oh, I, mean, I like, love it. It it tastes like raspberry soda and is like <laughs> that's del- why it's gross. You're right. Gorgeous. Um, <laughs> and then you can also get the Line and Kugel's seasonal shandies, where it's beer mixed with fruit juice, so it just tastes like lemonade that's a little fizzy. And a little bit spoiled. That's the yep. thing about that mm. beer taste. It's bad. I don't know. I I used to like that kind of fruit-flavored stuff, but I feel like I can't drink something that sweet for that long. Like, mm-hmm. if, I, if I'm going to have more than one bottle of something, it can't be sweet as sweet as, like, Mountain Dew, which most of the things you're talking about are. That's true. That's fair. But I never want more of anything, and I want it to last for two hours, so I'm fine with <laughs> the one you know candy what? beer. I- I love that uh, that alcoholic Mountain Dew that the Not Your Father's brand has. <laughs> it's really, it tastes just like Mountain Dew, but like made with ingredients instead of just toxic ghost slime <laughs> squeezed into a plastic bottle. <laughs> well, Louisa will know this. I, when I was younger, often complained about the fact that there weren't any savory beverages because I thought <laughs> I like salty flavors a lot. Um and then when I got old enough, I started drinking beer, and I thought it was gross at first, because everyone does, but once I developed a palate for it, it's perfect. It's exactly what you want out of a savory beverage. What about tea and coffee? <laughs> uh, I mean, put, people put sugar in those, usually. Uh, but you can put salt in, how about that? Ew. <laughs> or you just <laughs> don't have to put sugar in it. for the gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> You can start doing that uh, yak butter tea 
that they have in Tibet, where you literally mix butter into your tea. Okay, so my options are beer, which is good and easy to buy, or yak butter. (laughs) Yeah, which might be good. (laughs) Louisa, you're forgetting that if you don't put anything in tea and coffee, it's not sweet. It's, like, savory and bitter. Yeah, that's not good. (laughs) But you could put salty butter in there. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, bulletproof (laughs) tea. That's exactly what I want. Yeah. No, I, I I'm not a fan of the kinds of beers that are like syrupy and thick or very, very bitter. And I kind of believe that no one is. <laughs> like whenever somebody says, Oh, I really like how hoppy this IP- IPA is, I'm always like They're lying. Yeah. I'm always like, Yeah, you really made a point of saying that, huh? <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. I like how hard this is to drink, guy, I'm yeah. a real complicated guy. Yep. Like, so oh, I'm such a grown-up, that's why I'm struggling through this glass of whatever. <laughs> I I want to know why, um, like, because beer is a kind of malt beverage, so what makes these other malt beverages different such that they cannot be called a beer? Well, I think because all hops, the beer right? flavors oh, filtered is out. Is that it? Does it have Are, to have hops to be beer? I think the, the hops is what makes the flavor of beer, and then the malt is what makes the booze of beer. I could be very wrong. I have, I know absolutely well, nothing, but... I, I think they're filtered... The way the vodka's filtered, so you could make vodka from, like, uh, potatoes or wheat or whatever, and it's still vodka because it's so filtered. I think you're filtering out all the wheat stuff of beer, and that's why it doesn't taste like it, and I guess that's why it's not beer. So, um, the parenthetical definition for beer that Wikipedia gives is naturally fermented barley sugars flavored with hops. Yeah, hop Yuck. flavor. Yucko. So, I guess if you don't add hops and instead add fruit juice, it becomes Smirnoff ice. Yes. <laughs> you got it. Did you know there used to be a thing before unions, this is why unions are good, that in uh, beer breweries where they would have a big thing of hops, like a big vat, People could fall in and sink faster than someone could get them help, and they could suffocate in that vat of hops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't that terrible? And I might have talked about this on the podcast before. I've just realized. yeah, it sounds familiar. Well, I thought the there really was going to be something thing where you make person making beer. the beer, and then you <laughs> yeah. get you get dead guy flavored beer. <laughs> oh, this is uh, this is our Kevin Ale. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> you just fish that guy out afterwards. It's fine. Okay, guys, you remember how in Victorian times they used to have funeral cookies? Yes, I cookies? remember Victorian yes! times. And do you think, Matt, do you think chessmen are just funeral cookies? Yes, they absolutely are. Yeah, I've never yeah. thought of it before, but you're 100% right. I think about I it all the time. I talking um, about. <laughs> they used to, so they used to, in Victorian times, especially in England, have funeral cookies where they would take a shortbread cookie and wrap it in an announcement of somebody's funeral and use that as your invitation to the funeral. Like, hey, your uncle died, but at least you have this cookie, which I think is great. Pretty good, uh, yeah. Yeah, and I think that if I if I ever die, which you I don't probably, plan to, I probably won't. But if I do, <laughs> um, I think it would be great to have my funeral announcement printed on beer labels and then delivered to my friends. <laughs> Wait, just yeah. the label or the beer? No, the beer. The <laughs> <laughs> what? Why would it be on the back of the label so we only find out? Bottle yeah. of beer and then pour one out for Matt. <laughs> Why would I do that? It's on the back of the label, so all your anxious friends only find out you're dead after they peel the labels yeah, off. You've got, a, you've got a little buzz on, so now you can calm down enough to accept the death of your friend Matt. 
There's just a, it's like a, icing bros, but if someone hands you a funeral beer, you have to immediately take a knee and do that, and then yeah. think about their death. <laughs> yeah. The bottom of every bottle is a, one of the coins that you have to place in Matt's coffin so he can pay uh, the ferryman to take him to Mahalo. Yes, luckily I only have two friends. <laughs> well, he's mm. inflation. Yeah. That's why... That's why ancient Greek people aren't around anymore. They couldn't fit all those eyes in their head like we can. Whoa. That was a very complicated concept you introduced. I know. I got halfway through the joke, realized it didn't work, and had to turn it into abstract nonsense. Uh, It's extra confusing because I know I would bet I would bet large parts of my human body that would kill me to lose that Louisa was thinking about Argus from Argus, Greek mythology yes! too. Yes! 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 <laughs> from what? Greek mythology. Argus was the guy who uh, uh, he was supposed to be he watched watching Io. Io when she was trapped by Hera and then Hera and then when Io escaped uh, uh, Hera got very mad at him and took all of his eyes. He had hundreds of eyes and he took them all and put them on his favorite, her favorite bird, the peacock. And that is why peacock's feathers have so many eye-looking things on them. Yep. Actually, Man, he uh, never had to sleep as a guard, so she couldn't escape because he, only, he would just he shut slept, some of his eyes. Yeah, he slept yeah. half of his eyes at once, which shows how yeah. dumb Greek people were, as if sleep is only for your eyes. <laughs> Oh, right, yeah. yeah, of course, that's what demonstrates it. Not the fact that they think peacocks have eyes on their tails. <laughs> I mean, there's lots of reasons why Greek mythologies demonstrate the stupidity of ancient Greek people, but I always thought that yeah. was funny as a kid. Like, th- did these people genuinely think that if you just if you could just walk around with your eyes closed all the time, you wouldn't have to sleep? Yeah. I don't think they genuinely thought anything, but they didn't have TV yet, so they had to say something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Um, okay. So, there's so nothing to board. talk about on the description of the board. It is completely plain. The standard light blue, and it says craft beer, and there's no special stuff. And, oh, they do have a name for their people, though. There's 26,000 beer geeks, and then 40 beer geeks, and they did not do the extra coding to put in here now. So it just says 26,000 of them, and then 40 of them. Mm-hmm. Yep. And a place but for the real fans know. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah, the true, the true scene redditors. Discussion and geekery concerning craft beer in America, UK, Ireland, Belgium, or elsewhere. It's weird that they <laughs> oh, specified, <yeah>. right? <laughs> so, so it could be one of these countries or not. Like, yeah. What's the point? Yeah. Yeah, that's like that. Um. Last bear, last Airbender casting call that called for Caucasian and other ethnicities, which is why that movie ended up being all white people. God, I do I do wonder if the reason that they had to put this on here is because somebody like they had a huge jingoistic contingent of people that were reading this board, and then somebody would post yeah. like, "This is the local beer that we drink in, like Old Speckled Hen in Bristol, England," and then people were like, "This is for American beers only," like, yeah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the kind of shit heel would that would do that? <laughs> I can imagine uh, exactly. The, the or elsewhere probably came because now there's a lot of like Japanese beers that are considered very fancy. Yeah, I'm surprised there's no like Canada, but I guess it just says America generally. It doesn't say the United States. So mm-hmm. yeah, but that means the United States. <laughs> we all uh, let know. me finish. We let get me finish it. The description. We get it. Reddit. We get it. <laughs> 
Uh, it's for people who are passionate about beer. Drink good beer. Photo Fridays. Monthly Brewery Spotlight. Those are not links. Those are just words that they've put on the board. Yep. So <laughs> <laughs> there's no description of what that means. Uh, well, Photo Friday is on Friday you post a photo of a beer, I guess. <laughs> Even though there's a lot of photos of beers and none of them have been posted on Friday. What yeah. else would you post? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> why would you just... Everything is a picture on this board, pretty much. <laughs> I like the top post of all time. It's very pure. It's someone posting a picture of their craft brewery in eastern Ontario that Ooh, they Canada. have just opened. See? Yep. Canada. I think that's very nice, uh, that it's not just, like, a meme about, like, Bay had me like, and then a picture of a beer that's bad or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is very cute. It's in a strip mall, and you, you can't see what generic store is to the right, but to the left, there's a, uh, a locked drop box, like it's a bank or maybe a library. <laughs> it's very cute. I like to believe that to the right of the store is a Kumon learning center for, like, Oh, <laughs> Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Why are those everywhere? I don't know I anything don't about know. them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either, but they're in like every third strip mall. Uh, it's because public education has been defunded largely in the United States. Oh, speaking about the most horrible people uh, who like beer, the third <laughs> top of all time is a picture of somebody having the, quote, haziest IPA ever brewed. Ew. Um, it's a it's a joke beer making fun of those people yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and it has pellets of hops in it and it looks like rabbit food yeah it's very gross <laughs> it's uh it says made with melted creamsicles oats and natural <laughs> fruit flavoring but i don't understand that part of the joke i think they're making fun of the fact that you don't actually have to have natural flavors in a craft beer according to the rest of that sentence yeah what does ttb approved mean Total, t- totally tubular beer. <laughs> yes, that's it. <laughs> it's the organization that approves whether a beer is fancy enough or not. B has to be breweries or something, right? Brewers. Uh, phew, God, I just Trade don't know. Time, <laughs> beer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. You got it. You got it in one T shot. is such Amazing. a hard word to try to find something for that has to yep. do with breweries and beers. Yeah. Hmm. The uh, the the teacher's brewery. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, these are all people who are like way too interested in beer. <laughs> I realize that's a pretty obvious statement to make, but just don't know how anyone can care this much about beer. There's a bunch of really interesting shaped glasses. Uh, there's one with a stem and one without right next to each other is number six and seven, where they kind of have like a fat bottom uh, of the well, glass part. And you know, they've the got bottom go beers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, well, the one has like a normal glass bottom and then it goes out and then pinches back in to like a, I don't know, it's very, it's shaped weird. And then it's there's one above of that that has a stem. Yeah, yeah, it's got like a wine glass shape to it almost. I yeah. don't like how into the type of shape of glass people are about beers and wines. Yeah, uh, it, it is weird to me because I tend to like an unfiltered beer, which means like a cloudy sort of light color beer. Um, and I'll order those because I know that I like that kind of beer. 
but about 50% of the time they bring it to me in like a big bulbed brandy glass and I'm like mm-hmm. I don't know why this is the thing that the beer came in that's a weird that's a weird thing huh why, why are some beers in different types of glasses yeah. yep. and somebody on this board knows and has very strong feelings about it but I don't <laughs> want to talk to that person for sure yeah. So number t- number ten is the type of content I was looking for. It is a <laughs> stock photo with impact font text over it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Top text. Top text. Well, the stock photo is that one where a woman is crying and like covering her face a little bit. You'll know it if you've seen it. Yeah. And the text. Top text is wanted to go out drinking tonight. Bottom text. But my fridge has a better selection of beer. Yeah, that's what uh, we come to Reddit boards for. Extremely specific memes. <laughs> You're insufferable, but also that's exactly the content I want from every Reddit, which is jokes that I barely get, or jokes that are specifically about your weird subculture. I love the I love the memes, and we always see them. The memes of that are a person pretending to complain about the thing that they have chosen yeah. to dedicate their whole life to. Yep. Oh, mm. oops, I can't fit any more craft beers in my garage. It's all full of craft beers. Yep. Yeah, okay. Oh, life that is face, so hard when face. I spend all of my time collecting craft beers from around the world. You don't have to do that. No one <laughs> wants you to. That face when the new Omegong comes out, but you don't have any more room in your beer fridge. <laughs> Or no, it's that feel when and my face when. Sorry, I got my memes confused. My bad, guys. Hey, I Matt. apologize to the community. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you know enough about craft beers to answer this for me, maybe. Maybe. When people talk about like a chocolate stout or something, coffee stout, whatever, yeah. does it does it actually have those things in it, or is it just supposed to taste like it in a fake way, like wine is? I don't really know. I think it sometimes does have those things in it. I think mm. coffee ones do. I don't mm. know. It's the it's the it's exactly like wine where it doesn't taste like it at all, but was made with it, so you can trick yourself into believing it does. What's funny yeah. is it's well, either that or the exact opposite. Yeah, where it with does wine, taste sometimes like it, but they'll be like, yeah, wine they'll be like, oh, you know, raspberry notes, but a finish that has a hint of chocolate. But those things aren't actually in the wine at all. Right. Oh, okay. Well, with beer, it's usually like it'll be I'll I've because I've I'm always looking for the candy flavored beers. So if I see chocolate stout, I at one point was like, oh, I'll drink this. It'll probably taste like chocolate milk. Can you drink it? It just tastes like bad beer. <laughs> it's a very thick beer. Stout it tastes is, like chocolate. Stout is gross, and it's weird to me how many people like think that Guinness is one of the common beers that people should like because it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like Guinness. Is that weird? Yes. Yeah. It's only good for putting it's in bread. so thick. It's so thick. I made a beer batter for onion rings with Guinness, and that turned out very well. Yeah, using Guinness in cooking is the only way that it should be used because it's so disgusting. I wonder if part of it is that my good friend from college, Onik, was very into doing Irish car bombs, and so I had to chug a lot of Guinness. I was just going to bring up how I love that drink specifically and think it tastes good, but also (laughs) I understand that it has an incredibly offensive name about very recent uh, tragic violence in the modern world, so I wish that it had a different name. I feel like it's okay for us to talk about it because uh, our grandfather was in the IRA. Does that help? 
Uh, it's fine for you and Louisa to talk about it, <laughs> yeah. because you have been to- or our like, great-grandfather, I should say, sorry. Go you on. have been to the UK and Ireland and have relatives who live there, and so that's fine. I have to go back to, like, great-grandma before I find someone who even, like, came in through Ellis Island or something. Yeah. Anyway, Irish car bombs- the name Tastes is good. the name is bad. The drink is not very good. I don't like. <laughs> I don't like. I used to think it was fun because it's like a game that everyone is playing together, yeah. which I like. But it is horrible <laughs> to try to get it in your face as fast as that. I think that it's weird that it tastes good because none of the constituent parts taste good. Separate. Oh, Jeff, Bailey's is great. Oh my God, is Bailey's good. is okay, yeah, that's true. Bailey's is pretty good. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Everything except the Guinness is delicious. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think Jameson tastes very good because it's whiskey, which tastes bad. What? You don't like Jameson whiskey? I don't like any whiskey except the kind that is like maple syrup flavored. Oh no, Jeff, you're like a little girl. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, any child, whiskey tastes bad. I like the ones that taste smoky. Like I could never drink them, but to have like, a few sips, that's kind of nice. Oh, you know what? I do like. I'll. I. I like the flavor that with that like a good whiskey will give in a mixed drink, like whiskey and lemonade, or like whiskey and mm-hmm. uh, maybe like a lightly flavored soda. Yeah, uh, that my- is pretty good and is much better with a good whiskey than with a bad whiskey. My go-to drink when I go to a bar is a uh, whiskey and ginger ale. That is like the yeah, perfect that's a good cocktail. Drink. You can get it anywhere, and it's delicious. I pretty much always order a whiskey sour as my first drink at a bar because See, I don't have to think about it. <laughs> yeah, I used to do that, but it's too sweet. Again, it's like it does that thing where it coats the back of your throat with sugar. <laughs> it I is, yeah. A lot of places make it really sweet, and, and like a few years ago, I stopped drinking full flavored like sodas and juices, and so if I ever have them, I'm like, oh, oh it's like syrup barf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sour mix is somehow just straight sugar and lemon juice. Is that what it is? Is that what it's made of? What? Sour? Sour mix is just lemon juice and sugar? Yeah, I think Uh, it's simple syrup with lemon in it, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Mm, It's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) It's just too much. I don't mind it, but it it does the same thing that that most lemonades do to me, where it's just so sweet that it it does the opposite of quenching my thirst, which is theoretically what I'm trying to do. Wait, with an alcoholic drink? That's never been the case for yeah, me. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Well, no, I mean, sometimes, like, a cold beer can be nope. refreshing to me. Yeah. No, I've I've had, like, a, like, the beer you drink after helping someone move. That's, yeah. that's the most refreshing <laughs> no, beverage that's thing, possible though. to drink. Guys, guys mm-hmm. I still have two uh, UFA Hefeweizens in my- no, not USA, UFO Hefeweizens in my fridge, and I want to drink a beer so fucking bad right now. <laughs> <laughs> I have a thing. Ballast Point Habanero Sculpin that I oh, have in God. my fridge, and I don't want to drink it because it tastes bad, but I think it would be really good to put in chili. Yeah, Maybe. Beer and chili, I've never really gotten. I like yeah. beer and, and beef stew, but I, yeah. I don't know. I I know people do it, and I don't even think it's a bad thing. I've just never really understood it because I feel like chili is not as, uh, I don't know, bitter as stew should be. But maybe <laughs> that's just me. Yeah. Mm. 
I was going to say tomatoes. something. Damn tomatoes it. are sweet, and I don't know. They're very acidic, too, though. Yeah, but so is beer. Beer is acidic. Well, I know what I was going to say. Beer can't ever be refreshing because it's carbonated, and carbonated drinks can't refresh you. You are crazy. False. That you is the only that. human being on Earth insane. that feels that way. It's literally like you're just pouring some sand into your mouth while you're drinking a drink. What? There is a no. huge portion of the population that just puts carbonation in plain water to drink it because <sighs> it's more refreshing that way, Louise. Yeah. You are the crazy and it one. tastes salty, I, also. I, I have gotten pretty into drinking just, like, the industrial bottles of 50 Cent Seltzer from the grocery store. No, 50 Cent has his own line of seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's at the grocery store. It's not doing so well. <laughs> yeah, get quenched or die trying is what it's called. <laughs> God damn, that's a good joke. <laughs> well, that's our show, folks. We're not going to get better yeah. than All right, guys. what is not even a play on words. I hope you liked this episode of Seeing Reddit. If you did, please tell your friends and rate and review us on iTunes. Come back next time. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us seeingreddit at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at seeingreddit. You can find me on Twitter at kamikazepilot. I'm on Twitter, J3FK, Instagram, JeffJK. Go to patreon.com slash JeffJK. If you back for just $1 a month, you'll get access to some of our casting polls that where we talk about like what we're our methodology behind uh, what we're putting up for our casting polls each week. Uh, I do wait until after the episode where we reveal the results has come out, I believe, to post those. I've been doing two a month, and we'll probably keep doing them as long as uh, I am editing the show. Uh, so yeah, pick up that. I think you get that's an interesting little conversation, an extra 10 to 15 minutes of content of us just debating which actors from which TV shows should play Sonic the Hedgehog's girlfriend or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Heronberg. You can find me on Vero, Louisa Heron, <laughs> or Instagram also, Louisa Heron. All right. Uh, thanks to everyone who's been talking about us on Twitter. Thanks to Turner. Thank you, Turner. Uh, thanks to uh, the Giant Bee with you. Uh, thank you, Giant Bee with you. <laughs> thanks to. <laughs> it's Tanner. weird when you don't know somebody's name. <laughs> thank yeah. you, Tanner. Yeah. <laughs> I think Turner has been um, posting on Reddit because of our show, because he posted like a, he posted a post on No Sleep uh, because of Creepypodsta, and then I like looked at his post history because he sent us a link to a post he made, uh, and I'm sorry oh, yes. that we, I'm sorry that we caused you to do that, Turner. Please stop. <laughs> Delete your Reddit account. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a very good post that he made, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, so go check that out if you want to. <laughs> Um, thanks to everyone who voted in our fantasy casting poll this past week. We got over 30 votes, which I think is the most votes we've gotten so far. Oh, I'm furious about this one, Uh, Yeah, I cannot (laughs) believe who won. So, um, the, the winner of last week's poll, which was Buzz Lightyear, is the wild card John Cena. The reason I'm mad about it is because you talked me out of making him my choice and made me pick the last place choice. (laughs) I just don't understand. Like, what about John Cena? John Cena should never be cast in any role because he's a terrible actor. Yeah, he was on He's a big smiling meathead, like Buzz Lightyear, which is why I chose him to be mine and like you convinced me no. As we discussed while we were doing the casting though he's wearing a suit he's not like a big like weird muscle man 
Yeah, but that's what he looks like. He, well, he has a big head. He's got, like, a big chin. Ugh. Anyway, John Cena's a terrible actor. Yeah, he was on Psych as Juliet's brother, and he did such a bad job. You can tell right away, like, he's on actor. I'm going you to go al- see the new teen sex comedy Cockblockers, where he uh, plays yes, someone's we father. About this last week, <laughs> I will let you know if if he has gotten better at acting <laughs> since his appearance Wait, guys, in Trainwreck. I- Jeff, I'll let you know right now. He hasn't. Did you see the movie? <laughs> no, but I know. Wow. I will. I will bet all the money I won off of Louisa thinking about Argus earlier in this episode. <laughs> So is that swirl on Buzz Lightyear's chin supposed to be a cleft or a tiny beard? Cleft. <laughs> I think it's a cleft. Because it was a beard hair, that would be insane. <laughs> it oh just God. seems like too much of a swirl. Like, maybe it's supposed to be a stylized soul patch. <laughs> well, it's like what they did with uh, Disney's Hercules, where everyone's yeah. chins were swirls and their ears were swirls and stuff, and it was a bad animation choice. Yeah, it was supposed so to be like a Greek because, key, I think. I guess was the yeah, idea. There's no other points on his body that have design bits like that, I guess yeah. is what's weird about it to me. Yeah. Yep, anyway, Buzz Lightyear, John Cena, I can't believe it. Second place, the right answer, David Harbour, which is my choice. <laughs> third, cho- third place, Terry Crews, which is a fine Yay! option. And then uh, Gwendolyn Christie came in last, which was Jeff's option, and uh, it's also a very good choice. They are it all is. better than John Cena. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at Google Images pictures of Buzz Lightyear right now, and I think this is the expression John Cena just has on his face all the time anyway. God, I hate... uh, I was watching the Goldbergs this past week, which I still think is a very good sitcom. I don't think... Was the wrestler Goldberg on it? He was. (laughs) That's what you're... And he he has guest starred a few times, but the first time he ever showed up on the show... I didn't recognize him, obviously, who would? Uh, but I was like, oh, this, this giant is- giant man. <laughs> yeah, this is a sports person. I don't know who, but, like, the uh, their inability to say a single sentence in a way that <laughs> sounds like a human being talking <laughs> makes me sure that they are some kind of sports person. That is mm-hmm. also true of John Cena, and everyone except for The Rock, who is actually a very charming and talented actor. Mm-hmm. Mm, weren't you just talking when, last week about how much you hate The Rock as an actor? Maybe. I vacillate my opinions wildly. <laughs> uh, so, if you guys want to hear us vacillating our opinions wildly again, please come back next week. Uh, but in the meantime, please remember to keep your pockets on Shrek. Don't read those comments. Hang in there, baby. <laughs> is that too creepy? I like yes. it. Yes, it is, and I like it. <laughs> Switched back to yeah, the not good. the classic, but the second one. We got it. we went very long in the intro this time. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, this is yeah. This is gonna be a long one, but not one of our longest. I uh, I, I genuinely had a moment of panic when I looked at my audacity, and we were still talking about Frozen, and it was passing the fifty minute mark. <laughs> Yeah, well, we started uh, We started about eight minutes in, so this will be about an hour and 20 minutes of episode, which is yeah. 
Uh, I was looking at our iTunes to see reviews, and we have some that are like an hour and 40 minutes long Jesus every once in a Christ, while. we're terrible people. <laughs> but here's the good thing, I think. You're, you're trying to compare it to early stuff where we got into the Reddits earlier, but the thing is, we did, and then talked about whatever we wanted anyway, so... Yes. That's just, what we yeah. should do, is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. We should wait for the tangents until we get into the Reddit, because then at least I don't feel a constant panic of like, oh god, I need to steer it back to the Reddit! Ah! 